John chapter 12. Of all of the various realities in the Christian faith, of all of the various truths, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most precious. If he had not died, there would be no substitute for sin. And if there was no substitute for sin, there would be no offer of salvation. And if there's no offer of salvation, there would be no hope for any of us. And in the Lord's table, we are not called to reinvent some new way to keep our Christian faith fresh. Rather, we are called to come back to the same old, glorious, wonderful truth of the gospel. Of what Christ has done in the gospel. We are to bring our hearts back to that which Paul calls of first importance. And as we do that this morning, I'd like for you to consider a verse from John 12. In verse 27, Jesus foretells his death. He is nearing the time of his crucifixion. And this is a portion of his prayer. He says in verse 27, Now my soul has become troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Just a couple observations as we prepare our hearts to take the Lord's table. As Jesus neared the time of his death upon the cross, his soul was troubled. You see, there was a deep trouble in the depths of his soul as he knew himself he was going to take upon himself the wrath of God. Jesus never once sinned, but he knew better than anyone the horrific offense that sin is to a holy God. He never once sinned. And yet he knew the punishment that sin deserves. He knew the wrath that sin against a holy God demands. And he went to the cross and he became the wrath absorber for us who believe as he hung upon the cross. The cross was the reason Jesus came to earth and the glory of the Father was the purpose. Do you see that in verse 27? But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Jesus was concerned most with the glory of God. And Jesus says, what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. And the obvious answer is no. No. He must not say that. It is for this purpose he came. How could he shrink back from the cross when it is the cross that brings great glory to the Father? The glory of God was the chief goal and aim of Jesus in the gospel. And the glory of God must be the chief goal and aim for every believer in response to the gospel. In a moment, the men are going to come and they're going to pass out a piece of bread. And this bread represents the body of Jesus that was broken and crushed on the cross. As a substitute for all who would believe. And the men will also be passing out a cup of juice. And this juice is a representation of the blood 
that Jesus spilt for the forgiveness of sins for all who would believe. The bread and the juice are symbols for us to remember what Christ has done. To remember what Christ has accomplished. To remember his victorious death over sin and the reign of sin in the lives of all who would believe. The bread and the juice are symbols for us to remember Christ. And as you consider Jesus, who willingly allowed his body to be crushed and willingly allowed his blood to be spilt, would you with thankfulness remember Jesus who came for the purpose of saving sinners for the glory of the Father? And I also urge you to consider Jesus' words from Luke 9, 23. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. You see, the Lord's table is a time of remembrance to praise and to thank Jesus for what he has done in the gospel. But it's also a time of examination. A time to take personal inventory. And I urge you to consider what areas of your life are you not taking up your cross for the glory of God, the Father, in Christ, in response to Christ, for what he has done. We know that our good deeds, that our taking up of our crosses does not merit our salvation or our standing before God. But we also know that as believers we are called to be holy and to pursue the glory of God. What areas are you not taking up your cross for the glory of the Father as Christ did? Is there sin in your life you're aware of and you have not yet repented of? If so, then I urge you to confess that sin and begin the process of repentance this morning. Seeking the glory of your God in your life, knowing only Jesus' work was satisfactory to reconcile you to himself. If you do not believe... In Christ. And this time is not for you yet. As this time is for believers to remember and to examine and to rejoice and to proclaim Christ's death until he comes again. But I would urge you to consider what you have heard. You as all of us are a sinner against a holy God. And your only hope of being reconciled to that God is in Christ. So I would plead with you to repent and to turn to Christ. And if you would do so, then then you have something to remember. You have something to rejoice in. You have something to proclaim. And we'd invite you to do that. And if you won't, then we'd ask you just to let the bread and the cup pass by as the men pass it. But don't miss the opportunity that you have this morning to talk more with someone about the gospel and the greatness of God in the gospel. The men are going to come and they're going to serve us. As your heart is prepared, you can take the bread and the cup on your own this morning.